Hey everyone, come see me in a city near you, like Huntington Beach, California, Los Angeles, California for Stand Up on the Spot or Scissor Bros Live, Las Vegas, Winnipeg, New York City, Detroit, and more. Get tickets at jeremiahwatkins.com. Now let's get into this episode of Jeremiah Wonders. Did you ever sing as a kid? Did I ever sing as a kid? I did, and then I, uh, I which is a funny story. I, I loved to sing when I was a little kid, and then I uh, think I was singing one time in the shower, and I think my dad came in the bathroom to get something, and then he, he was like, oh, that stinks. <laughs> and after that, I was like, like, I was like, it was like really traumatizing me. I'm like, oh, I don't have a voice, which <laughs> it's true, but also but like, How old were you when your dad did nah, that? I mean, eight or nine or something so like the first time you hear something even remotely (laughs) negative it it, shakes you to your core and because it's like it's two things it shakes you because it's not it's not the thing that's like not that one thing it just tells you like oh you're bad at everything Uh, you know and then and then also i was like it might it might have been like something maybe a dad made a joke or something but at that age you probably don't get the joke yeah it doesn't sink in yeah it doesn't i didn't hear it as a joke but i just remember going like Ugh. and then right. i just remember also realizing- if you're in the shower you're naked on top of that yes so yes. you're more you know you're literally more exposed exactly. than you would be so you're like you're in a comfort zone singing and stuff like that and yeah. then you're like oh yeah because also like that's in the shower that's also more than more secure place that you should you know that's where pe- most people sing yeah you well know, it's a safe space because safe space. you think that you know, you're in this like tiny area. Yeah. Nobody's probably listening. No. You just get to hear that sweet, sweet reverb of of your voice. It's like, oh, it got a little bit of echo in there. Yeah. Makes it sound a the little sh- bit the nicer. The water just pulling, you know, like the water yeah. just cl- put it in your face. It just makes it more like more cinematic. Sure. Romantic. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that stinks. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, all right, thank you, Dad. Hard cut to reality real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the song you were singing? No, that I don't. I don't remember. I was like, I, don't <laughs> I wish I could, but I don't. Uh... Every time you turn on the radio, you hear this song. I can't. Daddy. I... Come on, Francisco. You know the words. Sing along. I can't. <laughs> I, I don't. Please, don't. 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 Papa. Papa. No. <laughs> No, I just, I don't, yeah, I don't remember the song. I mean, but I, and it's a funny thing. I always like singing and I do have a, because uh, my dad used to have a good voice, but like he couldn't mm-hmm. like follow like this, you know, like he can do a cappella, but he can't follow like instruments. You know oh, how people have like a good, like. Sure, yeah. And I can't do that, uh-huh. you know, but not, not with a good voice. Right. So basically if my power if my dad me and my dad would have combined would have been a great singer Ooh, okay I mean, but it just the dream the dream died so in the he shower could, he could carry his own tune but not follow somebody else's no tune. horrible like if he could sing a cappella, great yeah but as soon as you put like anything he'd just he'd be like um uh you know he just couldn't follow right right you, you know get caught that, up that like when you're you behind know. or yeah out. like yeah. you don't know yeah which is like i mean you're a you're more you're a musician so you know like it's like you gotta know how to like yeah, and follow. the people who are good, like actually good accompanists on piano, like I'm okay, but like the people who are really good know how to literally slow down to match oh, the person. Oh, got it. And got they it. can like kind of cover it up. Like oh, the wow. people who are really good at piano. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just like kind of scrambling <laughs> and then two people sound bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like if one person's not able to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. I think, yeah, that's like, I feel like that's with everything. I think it's like, it's kind of like with comics, you know, like, we get to a point where like in a show we know like oh we can sometimes we got to slow it down or we got to kind of like fasten it up in terms of like how the crowd is going or oh whatever. yeah like if it's like like old people you gotta like oh you gotta like or just parts of the u.s <laughs> you just gotta slow it you just gotta slow it down parts of the u.s i'm like oh because like i'll realize parts like, of the u.s i'm doing instead of i i, just, I have to do uh, you know, we have to do an hour when we headline. Yeah. But literally, in material, we're doing 30 minutes because we have to go so slow. Oh, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you kind of like take it slow and then like... Sure. And then you repeat the... You have to repeat the bit again. Oh, yeah. And do it again <laughs> until they get it. Francisco <laughs> has 10 minutes of material. He just does it like five or six times during his hour. It's crazy. <laughs> and I just keep... And, add, and just <laughs> the same, just going back to back. You're like, he has the same tag over and over. <laughs> 
she said what <laughs> I, lo- I love that like that def jam era of comedy oh, where man. you just you would hear them literally repeat the tag yeah. about five or six times and it would keep killing yeah. each time and it's literally the same <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. she said what <laughs> she said what and people are just like dying yeah yeah, yeah. i mean just getting up and going you know when they just go like this like they're like their spirits about to like oh, yeah. buzz. that's like i mean have you ever gotten to that point like in the when somebody like not you yourself but like i mean like uh not like an exorcism but like but like have you gotten that out of an audience where like they just go like nuts like they just go like oh they get into your rhythm kind of yeah or they just get up they're like i mean you know they do something that you're like whoa like oh i didn't know i had this much power some well yeah some people when i i've seen some people um like like start coughing uncontrollably Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where i don't know if they just had had covid recently or something (laughs) like that but like to the point where like i had to like stop a little bit because their cough was getting so crazy oh okay that i was like yo are you good like (laughs) and then people of course exiting their seats that's a fun Uh, one yeah that's a good one yeah i love that yeah they're banging on the thing oh yeah like they're going like and when they get you in the snort, have you got the snorts? Of course. The snorts is the best. Come you know? on, man. I think it's also, when every time you get involuntary reactions from an audience member, you know you're doing a good job. Because, well, yeah, you see how genuine it is. Yeah, because they couldn't control it. You know, it's like, it's like somebody holding a fart. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they, everybody holds a fart. You so know? that's why I, I don't like uh, when comedians say that about uh, like if somebody has a unique laugh and they're like you have a horrible laugh oh yeah no why I'm like yeah you're you're giving them trauma exactly. to literally laugh the rest of their life it's exactly. it's you in the shower you're being the, my dad. That. yeah <laughs> i was and plus also you're making the show like not now they're not gonna be laughing as as how they want to because their guards because are up. they're yeah now they're just gonna yeah. be like yeah so no the worst thing is like yeah, I mean, but I want people laughing, yeah. coming, throwing up. Yeah, <laughs> just every every bodily just function, home, dude. Just an orgy of weeping, snorting, just, everything, everything. <laughs> just shit. I mean, I want people to come out and be like, "What?" Like just dirty and destroyed, right? Like they just went to uh, what was that festival in the desert? Oh yeah. Um, why am I blanking on it too? I forget. Was it one the one that you know you go and you do a bunch of drugs? Dude, why am I? Uh, well, that one. Like, yeah. I can't think of it. <laughs> like, uh, well, Woodstock. I can't think of it. What is the name of the festival where people go and trip it's in, in the, the be- desert? I think, are we tripping right now? Are we tripping right now? Are we tripping right now? Why can't we think of that first? Are we trip-trip-trip-tripping right Are now? Are we tripping right now? Fuck. I am. Um, I mean, am I in acid right now? I don't know. Did we take acid earlier? I did take acid earlier. You did? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought this was, was supposed to be a part of the podcast. Did you dose my water before we started the podcast? Well, I told you I was going to put acid in you, and you are like, sure. I thought it was like... Yeah. Alka-Seltzer? <laughs> yeah, I thought, were, <laughs> I thought when you asked me for acid, it was Alka-Seltzer. Well, I... Because you know my tummy issues. I knew, yeah, but, but then, then I was like, like hey, hey I, this is going to be better than Alka-Seltzer. And you're like, well, really? And I was like, yeah, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Your tummy and your mind will thank, thank you for it. it. Yeah. Burning Man? Burning Man, there it is. It took us a while to get there. Wow. That's <laughs> Dude, we had time to go to the concert and come back by the time we thought we were We took the trip, about. came back, and we still re- didn't remember until now. Yeah. That's how good our comedy is. Alka Seltzer is crazy. Do people still use Alka Seltzer? Yeah. Isn't that like an 80s thing? Dude, I've used it. You use Alka it? Alka-Seltzer Plus? Really? Yeah, like, man. with a little, like... That? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. the little bubbles? Yeah. And guess they, what? It helps. It helps? It sometimes tastes horrible, mm. but it, that means, you know, it's working. What does it even do? It's for your... It's just like, for your gut. Acid? Just oh, okay. to calm everything down a little bit. I've yeah. done it after I've eaten a crazy amount of spicy stuff, because uh. I... I 
I've done a lot of spicy challenges over the years. And oh yeah, have you of, done like what, what, like what, like hot wings or like I've done yeah peppers and stuff. Yeah, you done the peppers. Yeah, like yeah. the what was the one? I I did this one peanut thing for Scissor Bros. It was a Carolina Reaper peanut. The peanut. Oh yeah, the Carolina Reaper. It was horrible. So did you, you ate it or you put it in your butt? No. <laughs> Well, that was a different episode. Okay, of the butt. Exactly. <laughs> right. we did put some hot sauce in. The yeah, because I remember one what, episode. Yes, I remember. We did a turkey baster, and that was with. And you put a hot sauce in your butt. Isn't that supposed to put your dick at heart? <laughs> what? <laughs> If you put hot sauce, it what? makes your dick hard. Yeah, or I'm. I mean, I'm just. All my all my knowledge comes from a curb your enthusiasm episode. Oh, okay. I remember remember the one where like. There's oh there's uh, the guy from Better Call Saul. What's his name? I forget. Um, Better Call Saul. Yeah. The 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 guy. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Okay. That that was less time than the Burning <laughs> yeah, Man. <yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> But he's he's like the guest Wait, in that episode. What's his name? <laughs> Bob Odenkirk. Better Call Saul. But yeah, he says that. Uh, he goes like, yeah, uh, you know, he's a porn actor. Oh, that's his character. That's his character. So when he puts hot sauce. So that... he's like, they're having dinner, you know, and they're like, they tell the story. Well, so yeah, so I couldn't get up. So I grabbed some Tabasco and I put it up on my ass and I'm hard for like three days. So that was not my reaction okay. at all. <laughs> not like, not even remotely. Dude, it was one of the worst things I've done for a podcast because it, I paid for that for about <laughs> 10 days to two weeks. Like it like, gave me instant hemorrhoids. Instant. Oh fuck. It literally blistered really? immediately because your butt is obviously yeah, not supposed to handle of that. Course. And it's so much more sensitive. Yeah. 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 Than yeah. Your tongue. Yeah. 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 Cause you could and get I know drunk. a lot about tongues and butts. <laughs> <laughs> I know the difference people. <laughs> the tongue. Yeah. But, and also, yeah. Cause that you could get drunk through your ass too. Right. Oh Yeah. Like, so like, obviously, chug stuff. yeah, so it's like, obviously put in, I mean, and you put the Reaper in there? No, 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 no That no, was no. just normal hot sauce. Just hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love how that. Francisco, <laughs> I'm not crazy. Whoa, okay? whoa, whoa. Whoa. Just Listen. normal tapatio. Listen, That's my friend. It. We're both just a couple of normal <laughs> married guys doing normal podcast stuff. All right. Which is. I wonder if, if yeah, as, as we're married, like your, our wives are going like, well, at least is it better? Is it is like, well, at least they're not having an affair. <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, well, they're putting shit in their butt. There's but. so many slimy guys out there. They're like, yeah, let them have the hot sauce in their butt. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let them do their, their yeah. weird comedy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're loyal? Great. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. You're Thank recently you. married. Thank you. I pre which is... I've been, I keep touching. I, did you get, it's so hard to get used to this, right? I, so I've never before this, uh, before having this ring on my finger, literally in my life, never wore a ring on my finger. Yeah, me neither. I, I only wear did watches have, and stuff like that every once yeah. in a while, but it's just kind of different. Yes. Yeah. I did have like the thumb ring, like back in high school. You were school. a thumb ring guy? Yeah. Or, uh, really? Uh, back Blink-182 or something kind of yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess Tom DeLonge did. He did kind of sport yeah, that. Yeah. It was kind of like that that Incubus kind of like. Yeah. 311. Like, yeah. You know. Just original. Kind of trying you know? to do different fashion statements. Exactly. Like it, you'd see a dude with a toe ring every once in a while and you're like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is... What is this accomplishing? The toe ring. <laughs> the toe ring I never did. Or I did have the 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 thumb ring and also the like the puka shells kind of thing, the white you know, like yeah. the to like Hawaiian kinda of like and I did some uh little uh what's it called hair like, like frosted tips frosted tips man yeah i did some frosted tips yeah, back in the day yeah frosted. you had to man I those had. boy band era Come yeah on. that was that's what it was you know which boy band was your favorite i i do have to say i think i like both obviously like um backstreet boys and in sync i i do have to say i think backstreet boys are more of a i know more songs from them i guess right and then did but we, hey i also like the obscure uh L, um LMO, no, LFO. LFO. And uh, out, what was the one with, the one with uh, Dream, no, out, 
Something dreams. Oh no! Well, it was uh, one hundred well, ninety-eight degrees. Ninety degrees. LFO had a song called summer. "Liquid Dreams." Liquid Dreams. Wasn't it summertime? They had summertime as well. Oh okay. Oh yeah. so, but there was another one called like, wasn't there one more? That dude, there were so there many. <laughs> o Town. O Town. That's where I was. Yeah. Yeah. O-Town. yeah. You and I literally have one of my favorite riffs. In the history of stand up on the spot. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That literally, dude, that's what's fun about that show is sometimes the stars align with the riff gods. Yeah. Where yeah everything yeah. is in perfect, in perfect harmony. Dude, it was. Oh, I yeah. thought you were going to play. Oh. I, I thought that was it. You are. Like, and I don't know where it goes from there. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, there you are. There it is. My fire, the one desire. Yes, I am. It's too late. I wanted that. Oh, yeah, it goes like a. <laughs> way, way. <laughs> Something like that. I guess I guess that's I could have done. I would have wanted to be in a boy band. Oh, dude! I sometimes. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, dude! Don't dude. even get me started, bro. <laughs> dude, I thought about this too many times, man. Dude, dude, don't get me started. Wow. Um, you, you know, you're talking about uh, we're talking about rings and stuff for a second. Yeah, uh, for a second. Do you remember uh an old brand called Joe Boxer? Yes. They had the smiley face. Yeah. I li- I literally have not thought about that company for years. Yeah. But you're talking about the rings and stuff. I had for a very short period of time, it was a ring that was a watch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like an actual watch? It like <laughs> oh my. Oh, dude, it was so weird looking. But it had like the stretchy, you know, like the thing like yeah. where you could put it over. Your finger yeah. or your thumb, yeah, and yeah. You'd like look at the. I'd look at the time. Um, it was it was such a '90s thing that like didn't catch, <laughs> like a '90s style thing. That's actually like, yeah, the 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 guy who pro- maybe when they were pitching the thing is like, okay, guys, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, people love rings and people love the time. <laughs> guys, guys, Ted's talking. I want to hear this. Well, uh, where's this going, Ted? Well, what I'm saying, hey, sometimes when I put my ring, I'm going like, oh, where did the time go? Well, how about we put a ring and a watch? And you know who's gonna love this? Middle school boys. Cause they're never, they always wanna be on time for the pussy. Sorry, can I not say time? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ted, that was our issue, uh, was the middle school boys needing to be on time well it um, is the 90s so i can still say pussy yeah in, in, true. A, in, a, in a in a professional Listen, business level if you don't say pussy you're gay all right <laughs> let's just be honest yes. we're in the 90s this all right is the 90s. this is the 90s right <laughs> so now. so you can still say that you can, it's still it's still fine and that's uh, yeah and then we can uh and uh, what else can we do in the 90s oh, then? Uh, well we can do whatever we want in the 90s because guess what gas is 90 cents a gallon we can drive wherever we want Fuck brother yeah and we can uh, by the way uh i just don't know why i remember i remember gas in the 90s i remember there was a guy who was shooting people mm-hmm. you remember that in which the one? in dc which one the dc sniper the dc sniper remember that yeah i was there you were in dc yeah i grew up dc maryland area oh so i remember when i was had to put gas i was so dumb i was like I'd be like, my parents were like, hey, be careful when you put gas. So what I would do is I would put gas and I just kept moving. Like just because, you know, you were like, you were like, well, the sniper is not going to get me if I just keep moving while I put gas. I got alligator movement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be. Which I could see the sniper going like, look at this idiot. Yeah. Like. I'm definitely getting that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one. He's the only one that's trying to make this challenging for me. That guy's going down for sure. <laughs> But, uh, was, oh yeah, I was going to say the, uh, it is funny how, not nah, fuck, we're talking about then. I don't know why we're, I fucking went the other way. It's the fucking acid, bro. 
Dude, I'm yes, just, I'm man. just all over the place. Dude, everything's all over the place in this podcast. Dude, man, because okay, that's what's cool about being acid and being on this podcast. It's just about, it's just free flow. Following your mind, exactly. Follow your mind. Follow. Hey, this is actually now sounds more like '90s PSA thing. Remember, oh, yeah. like. The more you know. Oh, absolutely. Don't do drugs, except if you're, uh, tif- uh no, um, say about the bell. Remember that when she's like, oh, Jesse, so excited, so excited. Caffeine pills. She Caffeine got high pills. on Red Bull. Oh, I mean, it was speed. It was speed. That's essentially what it was. Oh, that's what it was. I thought it was just caffeine pill. Well, pills. that's what they said it was. Oh, but, but it was I think actually. That they were. I think that they were kind of saying that oh, like okay. she got hooked on like kind of speed kind of like pills. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. But I mean, so? Exactly. It's the <laughs> 90s, man. Come on. Fucking, fucking, they were probably, I, 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 uh, because uh, uh, they were probably doing more than shit like behind. Did, did you do drugs as a kid? I did not because the way that uh, the Venezuelan culture is, it's like you drink like basically you start when you're a little kid you know like i remember used to be like the official bartender to my dad and my grandpa when they would play dominoes and i was just making drinks as they would play like oh okay you know how to be sipping so it was never like taboo to drink and i learned you know so even when i was like in did little... you get good at making drinks oh yeah, yeah i was good i was making i was fucking getting tipsy but drinking making tips my dad's like come on this is make more scotch more you know uh jack and coke you know just easy and right and t- two or three in the morning just doing drinks how but, old were you when you were doing that oh nine ten oh wow yeah nine-year-old cocktail yeah yeah <laughs> nine-year-old cocktail that that sounds like a like a porn <laughs> nine-year-old cocktail but it's not a nine-year-old guy it's just a guy who's been... a little person <laughs> <laughs> hey you uh <laughs> You wanna, Did you somebody drink? call for a drink? Somebody want a drink? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wish that Brad Williams had a higher voice. Oh, like, uh, yes. He has a way bassier voice than me. Well, I, I think that's... It's like husky. But that's the... I think that's the beauty of of God and nature. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, you know, he's a little person, but you're going to get a deep voice. Yeah. You know, like... You know what goes along with that. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> a big dick. Yeah. He has a big dick? I don't know from experience. Okay. <laughs> but that's what Ralphie May said. R.I.P. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, which is another nature's gift, you yeah. know, like... Fat guy, very high voice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nature's gift. Yes. Or, uh, you know, or tall guy, small dick. Like, True, you happens. Know, that happens, you know. Yeah. Which is kind of that's that's. I don't know if if you have to choose, what would you choose? Well, I mean, I guess the only. I mean, I didn't give you that many options. I, I know, like, I know. I was like, <laughs> it sounds like I'm just the tall guy with the small dick in this scenario. It doesn't sound like. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you should be a little person with a deep voice, or uh, a tall guy with a small dick. I'll take tall guy, small dick. Okay, why? I mean, I'm already married. <laughs> it's not like I'm playing the field okay. or anything like that. Okay. So I'm, I'm locked in. All right. You know? Yeah. But maybe, you know, depending on how small, if it was But I'm crazy, talking about like, like, like. You're talking micro. Micro. Ooh. Yeah, not, not normal small dick, but micro dick. Hmm. Mm. Because. Cause that's you know a lot of girls are like I don't like a big dick but then they probably also don't like a a little dick. Of course not. <laughs> it's a Goldilocks syndrome, baby. The Goldilocks syndrome. Just right. That's for... what they're looking for. Oh, the the yes the uh the middle. Yeah. The middle bear. Yeah. That's right. Wait, I thought. But she tried three things. She, she tried, tried the three. Soup. She tr- and the and the beds. One right? was too hot. One was too cold. One was just that's right. right. <laughs> Is that is that you? <laughs> uh, we're just going down memory lane here on Jeremiah Wonders Day. Francisco Ramos is my guest. Well, I'm not just right. 
Oh yes. That's like actually, I feel like that's, I think that's like a kind of like a dirty talk kind of way. So, oh. hey babe, how is it? Is this okay? Is this too hot or is this cold? Or is it just right? Trojan condoms, fire and ice. <laughs> just, just right. Just like Goldie Bears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like the Goldie Bears, just like I remember them. Just like, you remember the Care Bears? Of course. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Which, yeah, I, re I remember, uh, yeah, I I remember them. I don't know. I just started thought about it. They're, they were okay. They were like they never really resonated with me. Me that neither. Much. They I were had, too nice. Yeah, it was kind of like I never really got the point of Care Bears. Exactly. I'm like I'd rather watch some superhero cartoons or yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something like that. Yeah, more Thundercats. Yeah. Yeah. Or um or uh like Transformers or like uh uh they even had that one cartoon with the with the uh, the animals. They're just making a movie of it now called Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Okay, I don't know if you remember those—the gorilla transformer and the cheetah. And oh no, stuff no, like no, that. no! Yeah, I used to watch that. Yeah. Beast Wars. Yeah, Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Yeah. Nah, I didn't remember that. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. When did you uh, move from the east to the west? Oh, uh, from China to mm -hmm. to here. Uh, no, I moved uh, to, 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 to 2006. From D.C. to L.A.? From D.C. to L.A., yeah. Okay. Drove. So you were just a few years ahead of me as far as like when you moved to L.A. Yeah, like I moved there yeah. and then, but I didn't really start, uh, you know, like I moved there and then just, you know, randomly, I like I had no idea, I didn't know anybody. And I, and I majored in finance, so like I was already working in an investment firm back in DC. So I was like, well, let me find a job here first. Yeah. So it took me like six, seven months to kind of like just even start like dabbling into like, you know, like, cause I wanted to do improv first and then, and then I started doing improv classes. I took groundlings and all this stuff. And, uh, um, what was your experience at groundlings? Like it, I, I, it was, um, I liked it in the beginning, but then all of a sudden I started feeling, I'm like, mm, this is a little like, uh, I felt like it was like a click, like very like a cl clicky. And then I could just kept like, you know, and I was like going like, ah, oh, this is, I feel like it's not going to go anywhere. So then I, uh, it's okay. Everything okay. All right. Sorry. You kind of scared me. Uh, <laughs> but like, you were like, you were like, I work for groundlings. So I'm going to, no, no, I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming over to assassinate you as, as, as soon as you say, <laughs> oh, you think it's clicky. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, and also, so I, I, <laughs> Improv uh, <blogger>. <laughs> <laughs> mm, groundless is great. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, it, it's, I learned a lot from it, but I just didn't, I could tell that it was like a, a ceiling for me in terms of like, mm, they weren't going to move me or I could tell that. And it's just, it wasn't because I felt like they had like favorites, you know, I felt like you're like, a, of course, you know, like you're a huge, like a huge family. And there's a bunch of, and then the dad's like, yeah, you're, you're not moving to the next did, thing. Did you have, um, I, I don't know. I've had a couple of buddies with this experience. So this is why I'm asking this question. Did you ever feel like they were trying to make you play a certain type of character? Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that was like, I do remember. Yeah, it was, well, actually not, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was pretty much kind of like, yeah, like stick to your own, like they saw you for what you were, and yeah. then they're like, well, now you do that, that's what you got to do, and yeah. you're like, which the thing to me is like the whole point of doing that is to be something different than yourself. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then, did you do it? Did you have to do I it? did, I, I did... Um uh the, the first list? couple i did the first couple uh levels of it and then uh by the time i was on the wait list for the writing lab mm -hmm. i had started touring with stand-up like going on the road yeah uh like at the time i think i was featuring and um it was i was going on the road too much and i was missing too many classes so i yeah. couldn't do the writing lab. Got it, got and i was it. just like that's just a sign for me to not come back yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah for me the same i think it's also i never found like a core group of people that I could, uh, you know, really like, uh, yeah, like grow with, grow and with, stuff like and that. like do stuff. Because I would say, if I would have found like 
you know, a group or two other people that were like in the same page of like, let's do sketches and let's yeah. just, you know, maybe I would have not done stand up, you know, but I couldn't find that. The whole class wasn't working. So my, mm -hmm. my next thing was like, well, I'm going to start doing open mics. It's free. I don't have to depend on anybody. And then, as, and then when I started doing it, you set it, your own workload. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it was, uh, and it was easier for me to kind of like, like, I guess it was more accepted quickly and kind of like, it was easier for me to get into like, into that groove. I, I think if people, <clears throat> I mean, I can't speak for people who are not, this is my experience with, with the open mic scene. If people see that you are literally trying hard to hit mics and that you are working on different and new material and that material is starting to get even a little bit better. Yeah. Then people mess with you because you get their respect pretty quickly. Yeah. It's the people who bring the that same three minutes where you're that where you get written off real quick because you're like, this guy's not even exactly. He's not like putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah. So why would I? Well, why would I want to? We've had a boring seven months without an NFL game, but the fun is finally back. I'm putting all my money on the Kansas City Chiefs. All my bankruptcy notices, all my mortgages, everything. It's all going towards the Chiefs because I believe in them. DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for Week One. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on any NFL game. All customers can snag two new offers every single game day this September. So download the app and see what you get. Download now and use code SACS to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code SACS only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. And what other than Crown City, the Kansas City Chiefs, baby. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. DraftKings. Get in on the fun, baby. And get in on these Kansas City Chiefs. Well, why would I want to... No, exactly. Yeah. You know, For me, it was more like... It was like the people... like It was like splitting half in terms of like the the same people that kept going to the open mics it was like like you said people that you're like oh these are people are trying they're they 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 know what they're doing or they have an idea of what they want to do yeah. like and then the other people were like oh these are just they're not living in the real world in a way some yeah it was, <laughs> dude there were some people that was like ah oh, some were like some were literally homeless people that wanted to be heard yeah. which you know and then other ones where you're like and the other ones were just, they, they, they just, it's kind of like you were saying, it's like, if, if the thing is not working, why do you keep doing it? You yeah. know, like if that bit's not working or something's not working and you keep doing the same thing, it's like, it's like that to me is one of the first things that I even had when I started. I was like, I, I'm the opposite. I was like, I, people had to used to tell me all the time, oh, that was good. That was good for me to be start believing in myself to be like, okay, I guess I'm doing well. Right, right. You know, because I didn't want to be like unrealistic to like, to like, you know, because people see like, oh, you come to, you know, LA and they're like, you know, like those people that come to LA and they're like, oh, in a year I'm going to be a star. I'm like, you know, like get back. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely thought that but i didn't say it out loud <laughs> no and it's and it, but i think that's the, but i don't think that but i think it, it, it's okay to have the to know that yeah that's your dream or that's your like but i think it's to like also to know that you have to know that there's gotta be other stuff that has to happen of course. and then because it happened to me when i first got that voice thing for that movie rio which was like three years into me being here in la yeah i was still Sam, I still doing up a mic, working at the comedy store. I, you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, this is going to like change, you know, I thought. And then right. I realized, and then 
the the reality of like ah oh, nothing changed you so, know so what was the process like for something like that for somebody who's that new into the scene how did that come about that's uh that's where i always say that's where to me where like the universe conspired to tell me hey you're good at this but i'm not gonna but you're still gonna have to work at it because right. it was completely like you know like i was doing open mics i was still working full-time mm -hmm. at an investment firm so no agent no manager no nothing no type of uh um i didn't have any i didn't take any voice act i didn't take any acting at that point or yeah. anything like that nothing what happened was uh you know skylar stone mm -hmm. uh so you know i met him i guess just doing shows and stuff like that and he do you remember doing that show we i think a lot of people did it it was like the first like one of the first spots that we could headline uh, it was like four hours from here, like some ranch, the ranch or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I did that gig. The ranch. Was it called the ranch or something? Oh yeah. Yeah. I so, went there and featured for Josh Nasser like over a decade ago. <laughs> I, well, that was the same thing. Yeah. So Skyler was going to headline and he's like, Hey, you want to feature for me? Yeah. You know, and I went and I did it. He's actually, it was funny. It was him and his now wife. I think they were girlfriend, you know remember we were driving and like i think i don't know if we got pulled over or not but i i guess both of them didn't couldn't drive so then i ended up driving you know but the show was well or whatever you know and then but then he he the remember and you get paid on steak remember like <laughs> yeah dude such a weird gig that's still one of those gigs where people ask me like what's one of the weirdest gigs you had i'm like Oh, this place called The Ranch. And it was in the middle of nowhere. Like, it was like four hours. It was like almost four Dude, hours, four right? four hours like north of here. I remember I did it where I, I did it like and Northeast, I came I back. I mean, like fucking four hours driving, four hours back. Oh, no. I, mean, I remember getting back at like three in the morning or something <laughs> like crazy like that. Like there, same night and then back exactly, the same night. Exactly, yeah. exactly. There's no hotels or any no, accommodations back No, no, no. Hell no. I mean, it was like a... It felt like a ghost town a little bit, you know, a little bit of like how it was. Oh, no, that was their big thing. For, <laughs> that was for sure. <laughs> yeah. But so then, um, so because I did that and stuff like that, so he knew one of the, uh, the casting director that was casting that movie. Mm. And so he, he recommended me because they were looking for like Brazilian type actors. Sure. You know, Skylar was like, yeah, you, you know, can you do a Brazilian accent or something? I was like, ah, sure, you know. Yeah. Because I, I can in Spanish, but I was like, yeah, I guess I could do it in English. So then, you know. And honestly, the way that movies and stuff work, people are I'm, not going to know. So that's what literally happened. I went yeah. in for the audition. Again, not know anything. Went to Fox. Remember, I was working. And I'm like... Hey, I gotta go to the doctors. And you know, and I just fucking because I work I used to work in Century City on those twin towers. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just literally walked to Fox okay, Studios yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I went and I uh and again it was all like, you know, all instant of what I was doing. I remember doing and I was speaking with like a Brazilian accent I was, I was doing and the casting director was like, uh, what are you doing? I was like, No, I'm doing the Brazilian thing and he's like it's like, you know, Americans don't know the difference between, like, uh, you know, Brazilian or Venezuelan. What sure. Just do you. Yeah. And that kind of led me kind of, like, be more free. And I did it. And then I uh, I came, you know, and then they called me again, and they came back and called me again, and then and I got it. So it was like, it was complete, like, you know, like, I had truly no business. A truly a beginner's luck kind of thing. Completely. Completely. Yeah. No, And that's how I've... Then the, thanks to this uh, casting director, then he recommended me to get my first commercial and voiceover agent, nice. just because you know he was known. So they and then and that's how I got it. And then that's how I got into SAC too because they gave me the SAC thing because mm -hmm. so it was again yeah completely beginner's luck you know which it was one of those things where like oh we're, I'm doing it because remember going to the premiere and all this stuff I'm that's meeting cool. like. So one of the, I remember this funny thing. I was, we're in the premiere, which is by uh, Roosevelt. It was Roosevelt in Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood? Yeah. 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 We're at that pool thing and like, you know, Jamie Foxx was there and, uh, you know, and uh, 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 I forget the name now, um, who did the voice. 
that guy from Facebook, you know. But uh, uh, Jermaine Clement was, he's the one, the bad guy mm -hmm. in the movie or the bad bird. And I was like, he's Jesse sidekick. Eisenberg? Is that Jesse Eisenberg, okay, cool. you know. And uh, I was a big, huge fan of him because of Flight of the Concourse and of stuff course. like that. And I remember um, I did, uh, uh, I was like, we're like eating, you know, like getting stuff in the buffet. And I'm just slowly next to him, like, hey, uh, so, you know, I play the monkey in the movie. <laughs> and he was like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you. And, I, and then he just left. And I'm like, Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was my only chance to talk to somebody. He there. sets his food down. He's like, I love your work. <laughs> it would have been great. If, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes one of the things you want, like, all right, let's, uh, you know, like you, in my mind, it's like, well, maybe I can be in flight. Oh, my oh dude, I've done that kind of thing so many times over the years. And I'm like, what was I expecting yeah, yeah. to happen? And they're just being nice. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah of course i'm life. like what are we gonna which is funny it's like one of the things you think like yeah no no they're not gonna give you a job they're not even they're not even the ones yeah. that give you the job yeah you know that's the reality of the thing that people don't understand is like actors most of the time they're not they're getting higher too yeah so it's like it's they're not they're the gonna same be thing like, you are <laughs> yeah. yeah so they're not gonna be like hey get in the you want to be on the front of the conquest do you remember the um we did like a pilot kind of Yes, the little cartoon pilot. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I mean, uh, the little phone. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, that was great. I mean, yeah. that one, unfortunately, you know, like a lot of, you know, some stuff that you, you know, all the projects that, you know, you start with and then yeah. never kind of like pan out. Uh, that was, I mean, I we had big hopes for because the guys that we met were like the, they were the ones who were going to push the animation. Sure. In. And then all of a sudden, I forgot what, one of the guys, I forgot what, what happened. Like he just didn't follow through or something like that. Or he, I don't know what happened, but he just, it never, it never panned out. And yeah, but it was, yeah. I mean, I, I think it was a great idea. It was fun. And yeah, you were the main guy. Yeah. We, I, that was like, it was like the little, it was still a great idea. I mean, yeah. to have a flip, it was flip, a flip, flip fun. Yeah. Flip. Flip. That was the name. Yeah. I would, I, I literally. It was you and Dean was in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dean was the boss. Yeah. Ah, yeah. He still <laughs> talks about it. Oh, hey. Yeah. When's yeah, that coming out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get a copy of that for my reel? He brought me up though. I think last time I was like, yeah, we used to work. We did some, and I'm like, this was like 10 yeah, years, it was like, years ago. I, I would be interested just to see just whatever was I would like to it. see, like, I mean, I'm probably maybe Alaska... Alex Ansoleaga, maybe. Oh, yeah. Because he, he's the one that we're, I was, this is the one that I did it with, we right. created it with. Yeah. To see if he has any. any... It'd be, it would be fun to just yeah. kind of like review uh, just it. Just even see. to put it out there, you know, yeah. why not? Why not at this yeah, point? Yeah, at this point. Because at this point, there's a decent amount of comics that of course. are in it. Yeah, it was Ian was in it. Yeah. It was Ian, you, Dean. Yeah, because Ian was like the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, Ian, the Jamaican character. Ian you know. should be doing so much more voiceover. Yeah, he, he has, has like such great. a distinct good mm -hmm. voice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's very like, yeah, exactly. He's that voice that you could like put him in any character in any type of yeah. animation and he just works right away. I mean, yeah, he could be, I mean, anything. He could be like a principal. He yeah. He could be a bus driver. Yeah, yeah, anything. Any kind of animal that's like wise or <laughs> yeah. anything like that. Yeah. An owl or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who 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 do you think you are, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's your, like I, that my my Ian is precious more like uh, uh this is the, that uh that's the most smartest stupid comment you made, Francisco. Like he always like uses the Oh, uh, yeah. like yeah. the the positive and negative in a one thing mm -hmm. like when it goes like this is the most empty pack show i've been in my oh there's life. A, there's always some even when it's positive there's some negative, there's negative attributes stuff to right there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's even the character right there yeah yeah but uh but yeah i'm actually gonna thanks for bringing that up i'm actually yeah i'll, I'll, I'll see because he's the one that had this most stuff and i know we record we uh because the whole point was to do a little like uh like a little sizzle reel or something. So yeah. We even had music. We even had that guy. Remember that guy? He like composed it, right? Uh, it's the guy who... Uh, he used to work at the store, right? 
Well, yeah, I mean, he got passed. Tommy passed him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was, that, was, that was a weird ordeal, though. That was in the era, so... So, uh, before yeah, for people that a don't couple know. Cord, a couple talent coordinators ago, uh, <laughs> that's a long, when, long time ago, a long, long time ago at the comedy store. That's when Francisco and I were coming up. There was a very eccentric talent coordinator, to say the least. And yeah. um, the the rumor was that um, he gave uh, he got like free studio time from this one guy and he made him a paid regular at the comedy store that's how crazy it was back in the day where uh, there was like wheeling and dealing going it, on behind closed doors dude, it was a complete uh corrupt country yeah like like it, like very like communist totally <laughs> yeah, yeah totally yeah. <laughs> so you fight, yeah because it was just just for studio time yeah not even i mean just i guess to record a demo yeah <laughs> That's, and then he got passed. Yeah. And then... That's one way to get passed. And and also, like, I remember it was like... Because he had... I mean, he was, like, already, like, a good career as a musician. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I guess he just did it just to do it. It's like, sure, I'll pass you, you know. Mm -hmm. That was the old... The well, you, old well you were a door guy there for a bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was there for... I think I worked there for almost, like, two years. Okay. Yeah, because I got started working and i you know i was working literally like you know pretty much every weekend every you know every week i was there you know mm -hmm. i uh, i really got into it and then and then uh and then it got to a point where i was like all right i, I finally some people that were started with me were getting passed and i was going like well you know um, well, i think it's my time to get passed too so and uh and then and then finally i got passed because i was about to quit i was like because i finally felt that i got the what i needed to get out of working of there yeah and i was going like like you i was getting a little like future spots here and there yeah some comics were taking me on the road here and there to open for them so at that point i was like look i can't you know and then finally i got passed and then i you know but that was like the times where like where the comedy store wasn't popular at all. You know, there was nobody was there. You know, I learned, well, we learned the comedy where there was nobody there. I mean, the only times I was packed is when it was like a holiday weekend. I know. You know, when it was like a Labor Day weekend. That was like the only, well, we know that mom, that Sunday is going to be. The original room and the main room were almost always half full oh, or even less than that. Yeah. I mean, I was, in, I was surprised when it was packed. I, was like, I would be too. Geez. I'm like, who's here tonight? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. And also then it was just also more, I mean, I even remember when I started working there, I'm like, nobody even taught me anything. I was just, I got there and they're like, uh, Dean, the manager gave me a shirt. And then I was like, what am I supposed to do? And then nobody, and I was just standing there and Jimmy Pitt, remember Jimmy Pitt? Remember him? I know who that is. Yeah. I, I didn't have really run-ins yeah. with him. Okay, yeah. I know so who he's is. like, oh, fine, I'll, uh, he's just showing me around. Like, but it was like a, like, it was like a, I was felt, it's like a, like, a, like a boat. Like I just landed in a boat, like in a pirate ship. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'll show you the ropes. That's pretty much, and then I was just, he kind of taught me what to do and, and that's it. But you're aimlessly walking around them, being like, "I yeah. still don't really know what no, I'm doing." No, nothing, yeah. nothing. So it was just, it was just sitting people. And but I mean, but I was, uh, I was glad that I did it because for me it was like my only. I never did come a stand up or anything like that in DC. So that's my only time that is my, I will say it's like that was my MBA, my masters, and or my yeah. in comedy because I learned how to be a stand up comedian just by being there and by watching the. You learn a lot watching. Dude, I learned just, especially knowing how to like, how to do comedy in front of like when there's not that many people. You know what I mean? It's always so <laughs> much harder. <laughs> it's so hard, man. When it's like, when you gotta like, when you gotta make them trust you and then be like, all right, guys, let's have fun tonight. And then it's like, because people like they, it is a funny thing when comedy is like either they like they're uh, if they see if they they feel the energy it's just you can just ride that way but yeah. when it's like a little empty and stuff like that fuck man oh that's the thing it's like going on the road like sometimes you do those gigs where for whatever reason 
it didn't happen that weekend where people did not show up no. and mm-hmm. it's just low numbers and you still got to do and your you, hour exactly and for a very limited amount of people that's the real test of to me that's what a true comedian is where you got to give yes. like because to me that's where you know i'm not saying it's easy but it, you know it's easier when the room is packed you can be five years into comedy for example in a packed room and kill of course but if you are five years in a comedy and you're performing for five to ten people, you're probably going to eat it, most oh, likely. Of course. Yeah. Like if you're, you, you know. Especially that's the if, if the, you're just being used to the pack shows. Oh, yeah. And then you got to do that. Sometimes when I have gone back to doing like lighter shows after I have a run of really good, like, yeah. well-attended shows, I have to reset my rhythm because mm, I'm expecting more. Exactly. Than, with this little room is yeah. literally going to give because yeah. there's less people and there's exactly. less energy. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, I gotta like. <sighs> exactly, gotta, you gotta make it more intimate yeah. and more slow it down and know that, and also realize, hey, they're not gonna, they're having fun, but they're just not gonna give you that. The expectations boom. are different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, but yeah, I mean, I think that's where the real, you know, the real true comedian has to come because you have to, you have to really put everything into like it's not just your bits, but like. All right, you have to like do some crowd work and do some, and then know that they're gonna, then they're, they're kind of losing them. I gotta do this more. I gotta do that. I gotta, you know. So you gotta like literally take your toolbox. I'm like, well, I'm gonna fucking use everything here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get into this next segment. It's called wig. Oh. Wig. Have you ever, have you heard of uh, Robin Hood? If I heard of Robin Hood, yeah, I've heard of him. You have? Yeah, I've heard of him. Just... The guy that, you know, he robs the rich people and, you know, gives to the poor. Robin Hood, I've heard of him. You have? I just heard of him today. Uh, I saw a, I saw a, a letter from the sheriff. There were, it, it was, it was said... A thousand pounds for his head. Really? <laughs> Why do you laugh? You speak with a different inflection than I'm used to. Well, and I'm... and I like it, but it confuses me a bit. Well, I'm not from uh, I'm from uh, Norway, but I've lived now in Nottingham for five years. So you still have a little bit of the Norway accent. Is that what I'm picking up on? <laughs> Not a little bit, a lot. Okay. Because I am proud of my Norwegian accent. <laughs> yes, you speak with a, a dialect I'm not quite familiar with, but it is welcome here in Nottingham. Well, thank you. So, speaking of Robin Hood, are you going to join him? Be one of his merry men, is that what you're asking? Yes, like be part of the, of little John and, and steal from the rich and give to us, the poor. I think so, I think it's for a noble cause, so I think I will. Yes? What about you? Uh, it depends if I can kill some Englishmen. Really, do the Norwegians have it against the Englishmen? Yes, that's why I moved here. You moved here <laughs> to off Englishmen? Yes. Well, what do you think about our women then? Our women? Our women. Oh, ah, your uh, No, no. I will not kill any woman. I will make them, I will make one my wife. Which, this is why I'm going to ask you. Um, your sister, Mary Elizabeth. Yes, my sister, Mary Elizabeth. What of her? I, um, have impregnated her. Impregnate her. And she will have my hair. John Sacrilegious. She's going to have your baby, your child. Yes. In, uh... In a, in uh two full moons. 
That's a fast baby. <laughs> no, she's been pregnant oh, for seven months. She's been pregnant for a while now. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you... what, then why are you just telling me this? And also, I didn't realize, I, to be honest, I thought my sister was getting just a little fat. Nope. Uh, I put, I gave her the fat, if you know what. <laughs> Ooh, right in the, in the barn next to the... Next to the next to the my horse. Wait, that, the horses weren't moaning that one summer. That was actually you and my sister. Mm-hmm. Well, the horse too, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I don't entirely know what you mean. Well, but back in Norway, the horse, you have sex in front of the horse, in order for the baby to be strong. I see. The, it's like a good luck, like a good thing coming your way if you do it in front of the horse. You do it in front of the horse and when you l release your 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 milk you look in the horse's eye and you tell them ah, ah. That's how I come. Fascinating. Yes. So, so when you look in the horse's eye when you relieve yourself, what does it do? Like, is it a groundhog seeing a shadow and there's three more months of winter? What is it exactly? It uh, gives the uh, once it's it's a superstition that if if you re if you finish at the same time as you lock eyes with the horse, the horse will give speed, strength, and stamina to your baby. However, if the horses blink, you just came in front of a horse. So, it just depends. Well, I, I didn't expect And to... it also works with a donkey. It does work with a donkey? Yeah. I did not expect to hear this um, story but this folklore with my sister and you, but I mean, I guess by you impregnating an English woman, that's one way of conquering the English men. Exactly. And that's, I'm going to do it. I'm going to impregnate every English woman until it becomes Norway. Well, Nathaniel, we have very different <laughs> motives here. Um, but yes, I will join Robin Hood, and uh, I guess you are building your own empire, if you will. Yes. Uh, even though we're a couple of stable boys, uh, and I do work for your father. And this is your last day working for my father. Mm, maybe I should not have mentioned this. Maybe it was the pint that I drank. Oh, I'm glad you were specific about the pint. I thought you were saying that you relieved yourself of pints worth and me sister. Well, I did, but I, uh, I'm saying I shouldn't have shared as much. For some reason, I I thought I was speaking to somebody else, and then I realized, oh, you look exactly like your sister. Are you getting aroused? Is that a horse that I... Is that a horse in my pants? Are <laughs> you excited to see me? <laughs> Is that what you're asking? Well, I bid you farewell. Damn, it didn't work. Okay, um... I guess I'll go back to Norway now. Damn, next time... Nathaniel, don't share your plans out loud. I'll send a letter by bird to you and my sister. And uh, oh, I I'm bid not, thee farewell. I'm not taking your sister. I'm leaving to Ireland to start this process again. So you're just making love to different women and leaving them with the babies. And it's the Middle Ages. Them. 
Very well. <laughs> And now we're going to get into our final segment, Sax Talk. Sax. Sax Talk. This story, it's called The First Time Francisco Learn About Masturbation. It was a summertime back in Venezuela when little Francisco could have been 12, 11, 13, 14. And as he was taking a shower, for some reason, he looked at the wall of the shower. And the wall looked back. And then slowly he got close to the wall and, oops, his penis touched the wall. And at that point, he felt something he never felt before. He felt warm, hot, sexy. And the penis slowly got hard, hard, duro, duro. He just kept pushing himself towards the wall, dancing with the wall, if you will, until slowly he couldn't, he just kept dancing and grinding, grinding, just slowly moving to the wall until he just couldn't stop anymore and... He looked down They didn't know what to think Did I break myself? What's, did something happen? But why does it feel so good? He just didn't know what to do he kept looking at the wall, seeing if there's like a door to Jumanji's universe of this sexual wall, but nothing. The wall didn't do nothing. So he stopped showering, started drying himself up. But then he got hard again. And he went in that shower again. And more wall! Woo! And he. Masturbating in that wall for the next summer. I miss that wall. Well, Francisco, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Is there anything that uh, you would like to plug or anything before you go? I uh, <laughs> other than a wall. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, well, I be. I'm gonna be doing a lot of road shows coming up. So uh, a lot of cities. Uh, so if you please go to my um, Instagram or um, you know, I have all my links right there. My my bio and then you can see which cities i'm coming i'm gonna come new york toronto chicago dc it's a lot to mention so please check it out and uh, come see me on the road don't worry i'll there will be no wall in those shows only breaking of the fourth wall if you know what i'm talking <laughs> about <laughs> 
Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, yes, go see Francisco in a city live and near you. Uh, I only have people on the show that uh, I love and enjoy watching their comedy and think that you guys would enjoy going to go see. So go do that. Uh, love you, brother. Congrats on everything. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you for having me. I really always watch your podcast. And I was, when you called me, and I was like, yeah. yeah. You gave me, it gave me a little like, yeah, I'm cool. Heck yeah, so dude. So thank you. Thank you for having me, bro. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh.